0: It is Thursday, June 29th, 2023. This is another edition of Baseball Today. That is my man, Trevor Plouffe. I am Chris Rose, producer Dan, back along for the ride as well. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, for those of you joining us on the YouTube side of things, you may notice I'm not wearing a hat today. I've somewhere to go. Unfortunately, a, uh, a good friend of mine passed away, so we have to go to a funeral. Um, we were joined by the baseball world and the love of our respective sons who... Um, care for one another very, very much uh, Brady's little group of friends. So um, I look forward to finding out a little bit more about the life of Bernard Smith later today. So that's why I'm not wearing a hat. Had to shower up, get ready to go to that. But it was so nice that baseball brought us together. Poopy.
1: Baseball brings a lot of people together. It gives great life lessons. It's one of the reasons I love the sport. It's one of the reasons I want my kids, both Teddy and I, to play the sport. Uh, So I'm sorry for your loss. And you look great, you. by the way. If I want to make you feel a little bit better, yeah. I'm going to tell you. Shoot you straight. Yes. You look great.
0: Appreciate it. Although Bernard only saw me as kind of just the T-shirt wearing, hat wearing, uh, dad of Brady when we would sit there. And oh, and talk. uh, so I feel like I should almost kind of show up that way. His funeral. I think he would get a little chuckle out of it. So there you, you probably would. But I will just... be. Yeah. Okay. He would.
1: Which hat would you wear if you did wear one? That's the question.
0: Uh, God, you know, I just I would always change up my lids. Always. Yeah. And, you know, everybody true. was jealous of my hat collection, so I'd always change it up. So that's what I would do. Um, all right, so we're celebrating in the baseball world. A massive accomplishment for Domingo Herman of the New York Yankees, who was El Perfecto Wednesday night out by the bay. Este Uri Ruiz stands in his way. Ground it's to a Great job by both Ryan Rucco on the Yes Network and our own Justin Shackle calling it last night on the radio side. I'm so happy for him. Can't wait to talk to him about that experience. So fourth perfect game in Yankee history, 24th in baseball history, first one since King Felix 11 years ago. What were your emotions?
1: Uh I mean it's it's incredible to see. I mean it's a, obviously a very rare feat and the way he was throwing the ball there's putting a the wrinkle in everything staying out of the middle of the zone, a lot of soft contact. Um it was just an impressive outing. 99 total pitches, 9 Ks. A lot mm-hmm. of curveballs. 52 or 51 curveballs for 52%. Uh 12 swings and misses on that pitch. It, it was working. Like I said, he was staying out of the middle of the zone, uh, presenting the pitches as strikes and Getting a lot of swings and misses. Uh, You know, it was. This is how I feel about it. I'm I'm happy for Dan, who's you know smiling. He had a great night last night. A lot of good tweets by Dan. I think what I think is really funny about this is we have the night before they lose to the A's, and we got basically like a funeral for the Yankees all across my social platforms. Joe's McFly included. Uh, Dan's pretty much. He's a lot. He's always upbeat about it. So they have this moment. Everyone's, you know, having a great time. How much hinges on today them playing the A's again to if they lose the series? Does this just become like in the rear view? We not even talk about it anymore. Mm. If they win the series, we're like, hey, Domingo Herman stepped up when we needed him the most and got us going. Baseball's funny like that. It happens every single day. So I'm very curious to see what happens today in the game. And I want to see what Yankees' fandom is like after it, if they lose or if they win. I'm very curious about that.
0: There is no singular greater accomplishment in team sports. Nothing compares to it like a six-touchdown game in the NFL is amazing. Quick, name me one guy who did it. Adrian Peterson. In the NBA. Huh?
1: Adrian Peterson?
0: I don't think so. I have so. no idea. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I thought you were going to tell this me this who did it. This my point. <laughs> right. There's – uh. We know all about Wilt's 100-point game, and that kind of lives on its own, you know, mythical mountain, right? The picture mm-hmm. of him holding up the 100 is really cool. Hockey, I don't even know what it would equate to it. I'm, guys never scored 10 goals in a game, I don't think. So this is this is the moment in time where it's not the best pitchers that throw them necessarily, right? Domingo Herman now has, I believe, 31 Major League wins. Phillip Umber, was he your teammate?
1: I was teammate with him, yes, sir.
0: How many wins do you think he had in his career? Not a lot. Like, total? sixteen. Oh, yeah. 16. Yeah. And one of them was perfect. Our buddy Dallas Braden. His record was 26 and 36 in his career. But he was perfect one day. And that's all that matters. And so, those sort of moments, it's the beauty of this sport that we don't know what day those baseball gods are going to come down and touch you and say, you're the best in the world at what you do today. And it's really, really a cool moment.
1: And usually there's some help defensively. I think, you know, obviously everyone did their job. Yeah, but there wasn't n- no crazy plays, right? Rizzo had the diving play. That was it. So yep. You have to give credit to his teammates as well. And Higgy behind the plate, Absolutely. you know, calling a great game. Josh Donaldson was was busy over there. But mm-hmm. routine plays, like just soft contact. Did a good job.
0: Okay. The, we deal with some real-life stuff on this show. And we have to talk about this side of it. For people that may not have been familiar about Domingo Herman, they're going to read some stories, and then they're going to come across Earlier this year, got suspended 10 games for sticky stuff. That's whatever, in my opinion. It's I don't look any differently at Domingo Herman or Max Scherzer or Drew Smith because they got nailed for sticky stuff this year. I just don't. But then they might come across that he was suspended 81 games, the harshest suspension ever levied to a player on a domestic violence allegation, but not formally charged. Are we jerks for bringing that up?
1: We jerks for bringing it up? I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. It's part of his story. Um, the way I see it is, look, it, it happened. It's, in my opinion, one of the worst things a, a man can do. Like, I don't condone that behavior whatsoever. Uh, the only thing you can hope for is Domingo has completely learned from it, is a better person from it, never does it again. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a jerk to bring it up. It's going to be brought up because it happened. If you don't uh-huh. want things to get brought up, don't do dumb things. So yeah, you can celebrate what he did on the baseball field, remember what has happened, and you just hope for his sake and people around him that he's learned from it. He's Look, he paid his he paid his dues in that regard. Like he uh-huh. got suspended for 81 games, you mentioned, the longest ever uh suspension for that kind of uh behavior. I mean, I don't like it. I don't know him personally. I don't know anything really about the details of that situation. All I know is you better not do it again and anybody out there don't be doing anything like that. That's this weak
0: crap. So here's how I look at it. It's the difficult part the challenging part of being a sports fan Um, and Zach Britton when he was a Yankee and and her mom was going through this at the time. He was asked about it. He said, listen, we can't pick our teammates what that goes to show you is that you can't pick the people you work with unless you're the owner of the company. You can't do it. So you got to show up. You got to do a job. And as a fan, I am not going to sit here and criticize Yankee fans today for celebrating what Domingo Herman did. He's not a guy I would root for or or do root for right now. But if he were a Cleveland Guardian, of course I would root for him. Of course I would because he wears the, the laundry of the team that I love. And there are certain players whom I have had to root for, even though I don't particularly like them, or they have done things or been accused of things that are heinous. It's the difficult part of being a sports fan is that sometimes your teams put you in a difficult spot, a challenging spot. I'm not going to sit here and criticize Yankee fans today for celebrating, for enjoying that and everything else. Yeah.
1: Maybe a topic for a different day. But I think we probably should start adding Andres Galarraga to the perfect game. Did I, am I oh! You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah. Is it yeah, Andres Galarraga, good. right? Uh, no. Armando Galarraga. Armando Galarraga. Andres Galarraga was
1: the, the hitter. Now we're all Andres messed up. Andres Galarraga
0: out. was the big cat. Andres Galarraga was the big cat.
1: It wasn't Armando Galarraga,
0: though. It was... uh, Who was it? Now we're both getting old, right in front of your eyes. Come on, I, I'm, type it in. I'm trying to type it in. Right now. Are you having trouble by spelling the last name?
1: Jim Joyce. It is Armando yes. Galarraga.
0: Nice job. That's what I thought it was. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he had me second. I feel like so.
1: he needs to be like included in the group, bro. Like he did yeah. he threw a perfect game. Right One now. guy just missed it.
0: I know. Would have been a perfect game today.
1: No, would but, it have been? Yeah, it would have been. You're yeah.
0: right. It would have been yeah. a perfect game today, unless they yeah. lost their challenge. How great would that if they would lost their Yeah, but their even challenge then, can't you
1: like go game? ask them to do it? Can't you just be like, Hey, yeah. can you get together? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Like you're right. Listen, we went all over the place for that first topic, and I understand it, so there's a lot of stuff going on that we're not going to solve in a six- or seven-minute discussion. It just isn't, but hopefully you think about it a little bit and kind of go from there. Uh, New York's other team, man, they haven't won a series, it feels like, in over a month. I think it's close to that. Um, Brewers got them on Wednesday night, so New York remains eight-and-a-half out of the final wild-card spot in the National League prior to the game. Owner Stevie Cohen came out. He said that Buck and Epler are safe through the season. They're not going anywhere, but he's like, please, it's time to turn this thing around. You know, obviously we came in with higher hopes and you know making the last wild card or whatever, but um, that's where we are. And, and uh, so the season's not over. Um, I'm preparing my um, management team for all possibilities. Um, You know, if we don't get better, you know, we have decisions to make at the trade deadline. And um, that's not my preferred um, end result. Um, But, you know, I'm I'm, I'm preparing all contingencies and uh, we'll see where it goes. It's on the players. What do you think of his press conference?
1: I thought it was great. I mean, he says all the right things. He's obviously a very smart guy. And he's thinking about this, uh, where they're at in the right way. I think it's, there still is some time for them to go, but it is on the players. Like you have to like, they have to like, and I just was on talking baseball saying, I don't really believe that they can go on a stretch like this, but they need to go win like six, seven in a row, put themselves really back into the conversation. Um, You know, all the other stuff I, I think was really cool. He, it it makes sense to me when he said like, we're not going to draw the best talent here. If we act, uh, if we react uh, quickly and fire people during the middle of seasons, we're not going to draw the best talent, And that's kind of how I feel too. Like, why would you want to go somewhere where like your, your future wasn't safe? If you had a bad couple months of baseball, you you wouldn't want to go there. So I think him saying that was, was good. I know Mets fans don't want to hear that. They've been calling for Buck's head and, and all that. I I personally just don't believe in that. Um, so I, I thought everything he said was right. Like, hey, we're preparing for all possibilities. If we go on a run here, he's not afraid to add. Uh, but if they do, you know, kind of remain where they're at or or go down a little bit in the standings and 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 lose some more games, yeah, they're prepared to move some pieces. That's the truth. So he came out and said the truth. And I'll be honest with you, it's refreshing to see him do that. Sat up mm-hmm. there by himself and answer questions. Like, more people should be doing this. More owners should be doing this. I thought it was great.
0: You know, I, I told you I was skeptical yesterday because I said, well, what what could we learn from him? And I would agree with you from – I think the word refreshing is is accurate. Like, I didn't get a ton out of it Um, other than he now goes on record as saying his manager and his GM are safe through the season, so there's no need for people to ask questions about that anymore. So he kind of put the kibosh on it um, that he told all of his lieutenants, be prepared for anything over the next month, be prepared for anything, which means that he could have sat up there and said, listen, I believe in our team that we're going to turn this around and we're going to be the Mets that we thought we were going to be when we had a payroll of more than $350 million and a tax bill taking us over a half billion dollars. He didn't say that because I, I don't think he's 100% confident that that's going to happen. That's that's kind of what I heard.
1: Yeah. No, I mean they're in a, they're in an interesting spot. And I, like I said, I think he handled it correctly. We got people in the chat reminding us that he they brought out a puppy at the end of the press yes, conference named Buck. So like hey hey someone was like hey you know what people all like universally
0: puppies. Right. What well, was <laughs> funny, I did see some of the reporters tweeting about that. It, He's like, I don't know if he did this intentionally to try and soften up all the uh, media members that are here, but it's working. <laughs> yeah. So, see, that's what happens when you uh, are your net worth is like fifteen billion. It's all in the puppy delivery. The uh, yeah, puppy I mean, look, delivery. I don't know. I don't.
1: I know Mets fans don't believe in this team at over, or don't believe in this team at all. Uh, but baseball's baseball, man, and they can go on a run. We weren't talking about the Reds until we were talking about the Reds.
0: -hmm okay I'm gonna ask you this before we move on will the Mets deal a huge name before the trade deadline yes or no
1: according to him he said no so if they're in the same spot he's not gonna do a ton he's not gonna you know tear it all down
0: so I would say no so do you agree you say no I don't think you'll so either yeah I don't think so I think they're gonna they're going to hold on to this thing for dear life and pray that they go on a 12-game winning streak.
1: Man, yeah. I mean, that's what they basically it. have to do. They have to go on a big run.
0: Yeah. Hey, I want to welcome everybody to the world of sports cards reimagined. Whether you're a brand-new collector, kind of like me, or you have shoeboxes full of cards in your attic, much like Ploof. The Sports Card Investor app, it will completely change the way that you buy, sell, and collect. You can jumpstart your collection by finding the best prices on cards of your favorite players, helping to build a -a one-of-a-kind collection, and save some dough along the way. You can easily track the value of your favorite cards, find the best prices with eBay deals, and see which players are on the rise, all from the palm of your hand. I know that Ploof has got that downloaded on his phone. Have you checked it recently, Trev? Yes doing it. And how's that card collection doing?
1: I added to it. I got some Corbin Carroll, so it's it's on its way up. And I found some Ellie okay. De la Cruzes in my uh in my boxes too. You
0: did? Yeah. What if you go get those signed? How much does that change it?
1: It's it's interesting. Like you have to then get it like appraised or authenticated uh mm. most people don't like like aftermarket signed cards they want it to be like okay someone was there watch them do it but there are those cards that i mean it would add value to it if it was a good signature and you got it authenticated
0: the point is if you download this app with the up-to-date sales data there's over two million cards you're always going to know exactly what your collection is worth and when to buy or sell it's available for free in google play in the app store Reimagine how you collect and download the Sports Card Investor app today. Ploof lives by it in the Sports World card collection game. Hope you've been hanging on to those Phillies cards because they're hot. Won their eighth straight road game on Wednesday night. They're only two behind the Dodgers for the final wild card spot. How confident should Philly fan feel about its squad right now?
1: Seventeen and seven in June. We know the roster. Like I, I, you, you're confident with this team, and you know even because of what they did last year. I feel like you had to be confident in them the entire year until you got to a certain point. Like you had to get have faith in this team until you got. I don't know. I guess into July. And if they weren't doing, if they didn't have the month of June they had, then yeah, we could start to talk about things. But there's too many good players on this team for them to be like a middling team. I believe they're going to be a playoff team. I I believe in the whole time. It's just a matter of time before some of these guys got going, you know, a la Trey Turner and, and, you know, they have some other supplemental pieces, not just the big names. Brandon Marsh is having a really good year. He had like a little stretch where he was going the opposite way, but he's turned it on right now. Um, So I believe in this team a ton. I think they're going to be a playoff team and they have the capacity as we know to just get hot and really, really bang the ball around. And the teams that like I like to watch right now and the teams that seem to be winning a lot of games, it's not necessarily guys that can just shut you down defensively and what they're pitching. It's the teams that go hit. Now, it's, you want to have a mixture of both without a doubt, but the teams that we're constantly talking about are the teams that go out and hit, and the Phillies can do that. So I'm confident in this team.
0: I am too. Um, One thing I like is that the pitching has actually been pretty good. Ranger Suarez has had an amazing month of June. His return has been very welcome. Uh, Here's part of the reason. And by the way, Nick Castellanos, if we don't see him in Seattle, that's a crime. He has had a great, great year and at times has carried them. Here's part of the reason I think Philly fans should feel great is that they've gotten to this point and they've had played really well over the last month without continuous contributions from some of their best players. Yes. We're still waiting for Trey Turner to get it done. Yes. Alec Bohm, I believe, has a negative war. Bryce Harper hasn't homered in more than a month. More than a month. So if those guys ever kicking into gear, I didn't know there will be some drop-off in other areas. It always happens in the crazy baseball world. But, man, I would expect those guys to be climbing up the hill sooner than I expect the other guys to be heading down the escalator.
1: Yeah, I didn't mean that. They this team can't pitch because you just mentioned Ranger Suarez. We know the other two guys at the top of the rotation. I think Topper even said they're like thinking that Painter might even come back and contribute sometime down the road. We'll see how that goes. But like they can pitch as well. I'm just saying, like, for them, when they get hot, it's gonna be because them banging the ball around the park.
0: There's no question. But the fact that Taiwan Walker has really pitched well, that Wheeler yeah, that's has been gotten big, better. Yeah. And even we're still waiting on Nola. Nola said last night, he's like, I didn't do my job. I pitched five innings. That's not good enough. And his ERA is well over four, I believe. So there's a lot of big names that have had a lot of success in this league that haven't taken off yet. So if I'm a Philly fan, I'm like, okay, we're not going to catch the Braves, but we're going to be in really good position as either so. that five or six seed. I think that that they're feeling good about themselves. Um, you know, it's feeling great and they should. The Miami Marlins. Uh, they reached the halfway point, thirteen games over five hundred. They are currently the number one wild card. Uh, we were both skeptical, even as recently as probably three weeks ago, and then they start hitting the ball. Uh, should we hop on what I'm calling the Miami pound machine before it's too late? The pound hey, that's machine. That's because they pounded Yeah, because they pounded out nineteen hits at Fenway Park the other day. Hey, let's
1: Relax. You're going to, yeah, don't don't say, hey, Siri. <laughs> Anyways, you know, I'm on it. I've been, oh, look, Siri just popped up on my, my laptop. Get out of here, Siri. <laughs> my goodness. All right, listen, I'm, I've am i been on the Marlins. I don't know what you're talking about. Did I say so on the show that I wasn't on the Marlins? Did I say they have to hit? Then I'll be in maybe on that? I probably said maybe that.
0: Maybe I'm just forcing my own negative thoughts on the Marlins from recent years. Uh, is well, Siri trying to talk to you? There we go. What I said, I I think maybe my negative thoughts. I was pushing them on you. I was yeah. I've always been. On I've
1: you. been. I've been on this team because of the pitching, and you know now you know what Yuri Perez has done over the last month. the Last five starts is just mm. incredible. Reminder to people, he's twenty years old. It's it's a joke. Um, I'm on this team. Jazz Chisholm comes back. He came back on Tuesday. Uh, like they need offense. That's instant offense for them. Like Let's go do it now. And Now, I think this is one of the teams that's going to be most interesting at the deadline. They got pitching in spades, man. Young, controllable pitching. Do they pull the trigger? They already did it once with Lopez and brought a rise in. Could they do it again? Bring in somebody that can slug a little bit? Maybe. But right now, Chris, they have the third best record in the National League. That's like crazy, this isn't, this, yeah. Like, this isn't some... This isn't some like, oh, man, like they went on a nice little run and they are just kind of there. No, the third best record in the National League, dude. Uh, they're sixth in whip with their starting pitching. You know, that's like their calling card. Uh, they're still 24th in runs scored. So like that still needs to tick up with Jazz Chisholm right. back in the lineup. I think it will. And then if they add some add some sort of bat, like we always kind of say about the Marlins, this is a team that nobody will want to play in a playoff game. Playoff series.
0: So their top four uh, are really interesting in the lineup. Um, Now that Jazz Chisholm is back, you know, he's hitting in the cleanup role, or at least he was yesterday. That gives them a rise. Solaire, De La Cruz, who's been really solid, and Jazz. So if Cooper and Wendell, who have been been really hot over the last week. Yeah. Yep. So if those guys can continue to contribute, then yeah. I like enough. I like this team enough. So it's been really interesting, really good. And Kim Ang has done a nice job, right? I mean, whipped on Avisail Garcia, who they thought was going to be that next power bat, and he's been absolutely horrible and banged up and everything else. But, man, the starting pitching, yes. Sandy seems to have gotten it together. We know what Yuri's all about. Uh, Braxton Garrett's a guy I want to give a little shout-out to. Yeah. He's really done a nice job and keeps them in an awful lot of ball games. And by the way, something else to keep your eyes on, they have done a remarkable job limiting Yuri Perez's innings. I think he's thrown forty seven innings and in nine starts, just over five innings a start. Is that possible?
1: They've done a great job doing that. I'm looking at their runs against right now. Sorry, I'm 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 off right now. Since yeah. um since June 14th, so we'll give them two weeks. Two weeks. Yep. They've allowed um, more than four runs twice. Mm. Like That's how you win ball Thank games.
0: That is. We know that Luis Arise is going to be in Seattle for the Midsummer Classic. How many Marlins teammates will join him? We will find out in the very near future. But guess what? We're going to be in Seattle. Third straight year, John Boy Media is throwing the bash of all bashes on All-Star Tuesday. We want you to join us. I will tell you two things. One, if you plan on hitting the Pacific Northwest for the All-Star Game festivities, do whatever you can to be at the Home Run Derby on Monday. That is a great event. Best one of the four major sports, in my opinion. Go to it. Spend some dough. Get some decent seats in the outfield if you can. If you don't go to the game, that's not a big deal because we are having our own watch party. It's Tuesday, July 11th at Optimism Brewing Company up there in Seattle. VIP tickets, sorry, those are already sold out, but there's still other ticket options available. We're going to have a live edition of Talking Baseball. Ploof's going to be there. Jake's going to be there. Jimmy's going to be back with Claire and the baby and James and Katie. We understand that. So I'm going to be filling in so you can yell at me about all my stupid baseball opinions. We're also going to have a live rep guest with Jolly Olive. It's going to be awesome. So go get your tickets. Check out our social media channels on how to purchase them, Also, click on the link in the description. It's all there for you. So we expect to see you up there in Seattle Tuesday, July 11th at Optimism Brewing Company. We cannot wait to get up there. It is going to be a ton of fun. Uh, Before we get out of here for the day, on the YouTube side and the podcast side, Davey Martinez was back at it again. Kiebert Ruiz called out at home, avoiding the tag called for going out of the baseline, which I I didn't even know that was a, a thing at home plate when it wasn't that egregious. So here comes Davey Martinez to argue it out. And for the third time, it feels like in less than a month, he had a massive explosion. We saw one down in Houston where he shows the picture of a guy running inside the baseline. And then we had the one where he gets down on home plate, starts complaining about the strike zone, which was epic. Has he become can't miss TV when it comes to managerial explosions?
1: I mean, He's just had some plays and some calls go against him that are just silly. Like, this call yesterday was
0: ridiculous.
1: You, you're supposed to establish a, lo- a lane, then you get three feet. That's wishy-washy. Does an umpire know what three feet really even looks like? Probably not. And then you get the throw, taking the catcher there. So, you know, you got a, a baseman trying to go around him. I, I haven't seen this called either. Unless a, a runner just really just gives himself up and he's way gone, You sometimes you'll see the umpire call it not like this though so Davey I mean he's had a he's had points to make and he's making them man
0: so the only other guy I can think of would be Aaron Boone Booney gets some good ones out there um yeah he really he ramps it up a little bit uh these are baseball lifers I mean those are the guys that really get mad
1: at umpires the guy that have been guys that have been around the game for so long like Gardy was great at it
0: obviously well Gardy was great amazing but you um, know like who doesn't like Terry Francona, who's been around almost as long as anybody, he doesn't—he almost never gets to run out of games. By the way, shout out to Tito, has not feeling well and has missed yeah. the last couple of games in Kansas City. We're, we're thinking of him, my man uh, Bochi Doesn't really get pissed off. You know, we saw him recently get get mad with that Jonah Heim play at the plate. But even then, Bochy's doesn't—I don't think he wants to expend the energy to get out there. I think he's comfortable in the dugout. Um, there aren't too many Did guys. He... Brandon Hyde, we've seen a little bit. Get a hot do you head? think
1: it's guys that had like big league careers that are now managers that get hotter at umpires because like they just hold mm. that like resentment a little bit from their playing days? It's like they mm. just like have that. Davey,
0: Davey played a long time. Played like he did over fifteen years.
1: He got ninety-one homers. Sorry, I got you beat there, buddy. Higher war than me though. That
0: wasn't. That wasn't. That wasn't Davy's game, man.
1: No, it wasn't. We'll it wasn't. Too. Yeah, he played for a long time. Sixteen years in the show.
0: Yeah, good for him, man. I like Davey. I've always liked Davey. So he is kind of fun to watch, but I, you know, I think he would rather have us watching the Washington nationals for some reason other than him getting yeah. nasty hey, on them.
1: They just um, took a series from our, uh, Mariners,
0: your Mariners,
1: America's Mariners. was not that what they were last oh. year. Now we have the America's Reds. I guess so.
0: Right. Right. All right. We're back at it again on Friday. Um, joining us on the amp side we'll let you know what time it might be 11 30 eastern
1: 8 30 manana yes
0: pacific. oh okay 11 30 eastern 8 30 pacific i love it well, we're gonna early up uh for our one of a kind producer dan rourke and the always entertaining trevor Ploop. i am chris rose we will see you friday on baseball today